right. Thank you for joining the ESBC podcast, where the purpose of every single podcast is to make money. And every single podcast is a business meeting with a specific purpose in a specific outlet. So who the hell am I? Why should you listen to anything I have to say? I have an MBA. I have securities licenses. I have clients' net worth 50 million and above. A real claim to fame was that I took $6,000 in Pinellas Park, Florida, 1997, opened up a restaurant. Within those six years, George Steinbrenner came by, Aldo uh, Lahi came by, Malcolm Glacier, billionaires ate at my restaurant, sold it for 900000 right? So what I do is we give you business and financial concepts, actionable information you can use today at the sound of our voices to make money. We use business and financial concepts to teach you how to wager on sports. So what have been the outcomes, the results? NFL, 64% first year, 64% second year. Last year, we were 59.875. We made over $100,000 each year with the information we give you. But it's information you could have taken and you made money yourself. And we continue doing that now. Yeah. But most of those people don't know what to do, like what, how to get a good pick. Right. The game they thought would project them into a possible wild card position. It would bring them seven and five had they won. But a late interception by the Giants will preserve a giant victory. An upset win as the Giants lead 17 to 12. We're inside 30 seconds. The Eagles have no timeouts. Wait a minute. There's a free fly. I don't believe it. The Eagles pick it up and Herman Edwards runs it in for a touchdown. <laughs> if you're the toughest, smartest person in the room, you're not in the right room. So very happy because it's an art and a skill set. Art and talent to be able to get everybody together on Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> we got it together here. We got the whole crew ready to go to make ourselves money and uh, hate to do it because it's bad logic, but it's been accurate, right? So in a week where we're kind of even, we don't lose any money. We're kind of Warren Buffett. The next week we go 80, 90%. Maybe the love factor goes the other way. We get 80, 90%, make everybody and ourselves a lot of money during uh thanksgiving week so we'll go around scott jason and chad we'll get first thoughts as we head into thanksgiving it's been a crazy year transitional year usually you don't do as well but we're doing as well as any other year uh what do you think scott um happy thanksgiving to, to you guys and to everybody um you know it's it's a great thing to to be a part of this and to be sick as successful as we are so i'm thankful to be a part of it i'm thankful to uh collaborate with you guys and make some bets so and happy thanksgiving to everybody out there um this looks like a good week for us i, I believe so i'm not gonna say i think i believe so right on leaf that's right affirmative words man <laughs> what do you think jason yeah happy thanksgiving and um yeah i'm excited to have everybody healthy and back uh that collaboration is definitely key and um, looking forward to these picks and getting into the games. Absolutely. Love it, man. Uh, collaboration and gratitude. What do you think, uh, Chad? Yeah, man, I'm definitely happy to have everybody back. You know, Scott had some good picks last week, man. He was some Ruth, Ruth on a lot of picks. Um, did did, <laughs> For good did very well, though. Had himself a very, you know, uh, I definitely think I would have had a better 
percentage if you know scott i had scott on the podcast it, you know here and breaking down the games and stuff so yeah happy thanksgiving uh, everybody enjoy the family this week enjoy the family tomorrow enjoy watching yeah. some football and winning a little bit of money yeah yes enjoy the the fact that you have family <laughs> mm -hmm. on both sides and uh you know both sides have made it happen you know but it's better when you have a little bit of family around the right family uh to enjoy the holiday in another uh, great service we provide here is that during Thanksgiving dinner, during the day during Thanksgiving, we make you look good. And we got good messages during the podcast. People say, thanks for making me look good in front of the family. I brought a date and I knew who was gonna win each game <laughs> in the totals <laughs> to help out paying for the dinner. All right, so first game that we're gonna look at it's going to be uh, the Buffalo Bills. And thank you, Dan Campbell, man, for having at least a competitive team. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson, man, he looks like one of those calculating guys. Uh, he, you know, first-round draft pick, started over there, University of Michigan in Detroit, great marketing. And to boot, uh He's playing well, and he's getting dropping back in that zone blitz coverage coming off the edge. This is a game you got to look for him to look good. So they have a good player, and Aiden Henderson, they, they have some attitude. And, I mean, they're getting 10 points. The total's being bedded up, right? It's now 54 and a half. I'll go under 55. I think it's going to be a good game, closer game. It's going to be a third, you know, 30 20 game. Hopefully, it's 30 21 for my purposes. 30 uh, 30 21 Buffalo over Detroit. So that means that I cover my 10 points. I buy my half point to get it to a key number and I get it under 55. 55 is also eh, I don't know, 49, 56. So 56 would be your key number. Hopefully it gets bedded up in the morning. The 56, I'm going to wait a little bit. Uh, you know, for us, it's going to be early. So it's going to be the Macy's Day Parade. That's a, the TV, the two TV offense came up big today, right? <laughs> when my paranoid dad is losing his mind, right? He said that the, the big TV was going to damage his eyesight. <laughs> so the little TV is the one I got him. He wants not just Fox News. He wants, uh, no, not just news in Spanish. He wants... Spanish Fox. All right, we got that too, right? Buying the extra channels paid off too. So Detroit plus 10 under 55, 56. I want to get to. What do you think, Scott and Chad? So I'm going to take Detroit plus the 10. That's a lot of points. But I'm going to go over. I think this game's going to get into the 60s very easily. I think this game is going to be um, a shootout. I think Detroit's going to have to throw the ball because I think Buffalo's going to have much success. Detroit's bottom 10 in all of the defensive stats, and this, this game suits Buffalo to a T. So give me Detroit and give me the over. Detroit? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you guys here, man. Um, you know, Detroit, it's been a while since they've won a game on Thanksgiving Day, and Detroit ha has the best team they've had in a while now. Um, coming off a really big win last week against right. against the uh, Giants. Uh, I think they got some good momentum here. Um, 
And yeah, I, th- I think this game stays under. I saw a stat this year that spreads of nine half or greater um, over the last 10 years have gone 60% to the under. Mm. Um, also, this season, any spread nine and a half or greater this, this season, the under is about 70% right now. Um, you know, I definitely think I, 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 this game's going to go under, you know, the, the, the thought process behind the big numbers is that, you know, the, the team that's the heavy favorite is going to get a big lead and, and, and hold on the ball. It goes under, you know, or that underdog team has to play a ball control style game to compete with such a heavy right. underdog. So I definitely love the under here and love right. Detroit plus the 10. Plus the 10. And that's the reason I showed the under was the ball control since Detroit has such, such a horrible defense. They're going to have to run clock and try to try to cut the game in half, keep it under. All right. So that's your uh, pick is Detroit plus 10 under 55 right off the bat. <laughs> Scott is Ruth Gator Ginsburg on one pick on the over, which you can't get into a shootout. Uh, you know, it wouldn't shock me. Wouldn't be a shock already. All right. Uh, double digit dog in the division. You do not bet this game blindly. You got how about them boys, uh, Jerry Jones. We had it on Twitter where Jerry Jones was one of the kids bullying black kids in the 50s. And then I posted a picture of him kneeling with all the black guys during the George Floyd. <laughs> yeah, just do what you have to do, right? Uh, during that time, just get along to go along. So Jerry Jones, Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I think they're going to be overvalued because of the blowout they had. Uh, man, this total is 45. The average score of an NFL game is 45. Uh, with it being the Giants being so depleted, uh, I think they will cover in this game, will go over. So I like Dallas. Give me Dallas uh, at 28 to. 20. So that's over your 45. And the Giants muster up 20 points because uh, Thanksgiving game, they're going to run Daniel Jones to death. <clears throat> and he'll get enough first, first downs, not to really help the offense too much, but to run a clock. So in both situations, the inferior team, uh, Detroit and the Giants, are going to run the ball to cut the, the, the game in half. But I think it's still going to go over at the end because it's a division game. They'll throw haymakers in the fourth quarter. But Dallas can run the ball, too. Dallas doesn't, let, doesn't mind running that type of game with that big offensive line. Uh, Giants being the last time, I believe, right, Monday night. Uh, so definitely uh, don't bet the money line Giants, which a lot of people are going to do. <laughs> Giants on Thanksgiving, don't bet the money line. It's not going to happen. Uh, what do you think, Scott and Chad? So, to your point, Giants are missing four offensive linemen. The Wondell Robinson towards ACL last week, he's out. Um, the defensive secondary has two injuries that are not going to play tomorrow. I'm going Dallas. I don't see where the Giants, if right. Dallas stops on Barkley, I don't see where the Giants score. I right. think they're going to take Slayton out of the game. I think Daniel Jones is going to have a tough time throwing the ball, finding anything. I look for Dallas to win 
like 31 to 7 or something like this. Right. So I'm going to take the under and I'm going to take Dallas. I know double digit dog and everything. And I know that's been profitable for us the last couple of years, but I just don't see where the Giants got to come into Dallas and do anything uh, at all tomorrow. So give me Dallas, give me the under. Yeah, you know, thinking about it more, there's always a blowout on Thanksgiving. So I think this is a game that looks like your biggest blow. So let's go Dallas minus a 10. Uh, double digit dog in the, in the division is four and one this year. And it's usually about 70%. So maybe a return to the mean and Dallas covers on Thanksgiving. This is the blowout. This is one where you can talk the most, eat the most, and not really pay as much attention to the game. Dallas. But but I will say before Chad goes, this double-digit dog is totally bereft of, of any kind of talent at all. Right. More so than any other double-digit division this year. So. Right. Except Carolina. But Carolina ended up covering. They have more players. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Chad? Um, man, I am. Man, I hear. You know, they do a lot of injuries, but man, both these teams in that seven and three. You know, sometimes when you're a bad team but you have a good record, you can believe a little more. Right. Like, yeah, they're not on paper the better team, but if they win this game, they're ahead of Dallas. Yeah, it puts them a full game. Like a tiebreaker. I mean, I hear what you guys are saying about the blowout. I, I I'm probably gonna sit on this game because I was on the Giants plus ten. Um, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna reevaluate because I'm here I'm hearing what you guys are saying. Uh, but I I do like to go over. I'm on the over forty five here. Um, I think this this is controlled environment. This is that indoor controlled environment game. Uh, Dallas that was an over game all the way last week and um. You know, Minnesota, what, scored like three points and it kept a, a barely or six points or something like that. So I, I, I just think that uh, regardless if this game is a blowout or close, it's going to go over being that it's in this controlled environment. It's on Thanksgiving. It's such a big-time game. Um, I, I, I just think these teams are going to throw, you know, they're going to throw those trick plays that are going to get in there. They're going to go for that fake field goal, that fourth and one. I think this one gets over the 45 for sure. Um, but I'm, I'm going to um, – I'm going to game time decision tomorrow. I'm going to think about Dallas minus nine real hard because I think you guys have a good point. Um, I just the, – the, the 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 weight of this game with them having the same record and being for in the same division, e even with the Giants banged up, man, I think that sense of belief um, and how they've been playing coming off that loss last week, I think they can keep this, keep this one competitive. All so, right. man, I think I'm, I think I'm going to rock with the Giants plus the 10 still and, and over the 45. All right, so – the uh, chat's going to be the Ruth Gator Ginsburg in this. The consensus pick is going to be Dallas minus the 10. We all agree on over the 45. So it will be a crazy game. But it's Scott, you on the over? Scott's on the under. Scott's going under. under. Oh, all right. So under. We got, we got a, Me and you are over. Yeah, because I don't think the Giants are scoring. Over and Dallas minus 10. And then we have a double split. So we have you know, a conservative split and a liberal split. We have Ruth Gator Ginsburg and Justice Thomas dissenting on the other side. Got <laughs> has the under 45 because he doesn't think that the Giants are going to score. And I think, you know, D-ball being an off, you know, college guy, 
being an offensive coordinator, won a national championship with Nick Satan in Alabama. You might see some trick plays, especially now that it's later in the season. You might see some trick plays, some special teams trick plays. I was, if the Giants think they're going to get blown out, they might not want to punt. So they, they're looking for, okay, let's look at this punt scenario where we can do a fake punt, right, or, or fake field goal to score some points because we can't score under legitimate rounds. And if we get lucky here, we're in the first of the division, we make the playoffs, we have money on our bonuses. So uh, split decision, that means it's going to be a nutty, crazy game. <laughs> Game number two is – whenever we, we have different opinion like this, the game is completely insane. So look for some crazy stuff to happen in the Giants in Dallas. Uh, another crazy game is going to be uh, the New England defense against, <laughs> against Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Kirk Cousins never – does well in a primetime television game. <laughs> he never has for his 30 million he makes a year. Uh, he's going against a great defense. Uh, Minnesota gets blown out last week. Uh, I like Minnesota to figure a running game with Dalvin Cook. I think this is what's going to happen. I think it's going to be a defensive struggle. But since Belichick has had his defense on the field all year, O'Connell is going to figure out, call, he's going to call John Gruden. He's going to figure out McVay to a running play that Dalvin Cook is a bust because Belichick's arrogant. He says, nobody can bust a big running play on me. Uh, they'll do that and they'll win the game 17 uh, 10. So that's under and give me Minnesota on the money line. We'll go Scott, then Chad, and then Jason's the. Uh, has an opinion on this game because uh, rule number one of sports betting never bet your own team. It's got out there in New England. Uh, and he was 20% on the Celtics playoffs last year, 80%. He was 80% as much as you can get on any other playoff game. So, 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 the chat. so you've been you've been reading my notes, except it's the other way around. <laughs> the Patriots on the money, Patriots on the money line, right. Patriots plus three. And definitely under 42. Oh, yeah. I can't back that more in the under 42 all. because the under 42, yes, and again, this one is yep. more of a lock. So, a lock for us and steel, coal, lead pipe lock, it's 80 percent because that's the highest level and I'm in the, probability percentage is 80 percent. I'm in agreement with you, it's 17 10, but I think it's the Patriots 17 10 because Minnesota can't stop the run, and Reminder Stevenson is going to go crazy tonight. So. Patriots plus three, Patriots on the money line, and under 42. Under 42 is almost a guarantee. So right, almost. With an yeah. emphasis on almost. Almost. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, uh, I'm uh I'm with you guys, man. The under is the best play of this game by far. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go Minnesota at home here. Um, you know, I think New England really had a, a big game last weekend, just big division win. Um, you know. Got him two games in the Jets there. I uh, got embarrassed last week. I really think they got embarrassed against Dallas at home. And I, I just, I really think they're going to get that taste out of their mouth um, and be able to pull out a win on the money. I think it's going to be a close game, low thing. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go Minnesota money line under the 42 and a half. 
And then this the game I've got the engineered uh, parlay or the same game parlay uh, where you pick two. Uh, you can get New England plus ten and a half right. under forty half uh, for minus one thirty. Love it. What's the under number? Forty nine and a half. Nine and a half. So you get a whole touchdown of room. Is that and, your favorite one yeah, for the week? England for minus one thirty. Wow. Pretty I don't. This. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's huge. That's huge. That, that that's a that's a winner. That's a winner. Yeah. Uh, is that your one for the week? Or yeah, we're gonna have another one at the end. Uh, that's the engineered parlay pick of the week. All right, that's it. So we're gonna have one to the end of the season. The engineer parlay pick of the week. Uh, and the, and that sounds good to me. Uh, because I don't think the Patriots running that style gonna get beat by more of a ten shot because they're gonna. They don't have faith. They, really, what, what I think it is is that Belichick, such a control freak, wants to control everything, that he, he's now figured out a way to have the defense on the field the whole game, even when they're playing on offense. So that, to us, says they cover big spreads like this, uh, and these games go on. All right. So, and we give you the engineer parlay of the week. You can do a real parlay or engineer parlay. Now, parlays are not mathematically uh, solvent or legitimate as my uh, client who has a math degree in MIT, but we do those for fun because you have to have fun sometimes. <laughs> you got to suspend belief. Watching Home Alone, <laughs> my dad, he's like, okay, you have to suspend belief. This is not real, but you do have to suspend belief, right? <laughs> Uh, watching Home Alone, uh, we watched Christmas Story, uh, Home Alone, and I guess tonight will be Home Alone 2. So you got your engineer parlay, Minnesota money line, under 42 and a half. Man, the Baltimore Ravens going to Jacksonville to, uh, for the Jaguars Thanksgiving. Um, Jacksonville has the highest percentage Trailer parks, 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 Okay. Okay. All right. So that whole crowd's going to be drunk. It's the highest because uh, percentage of trailer parks in 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 the United States, meaning that eighty percent of the homes in Jacksonville are trailer parks. So what that means is that this stadium, Thanksgiving week. And saving all this money for this game is going to be a hundred percent drunk crowd. <laughs> so it's going to be crazy there. Uh, this is probably one of the few games Jacksonville is going to have fan support uh, from those people. Uh, Baltimore does not cover big spreads. This isn't. It probably should be a bigger spread, but it's not. I guess the, the books are, are weary of Harbaugh and his style. Uh, under forty. 
four. I'll buy that half a point. Make sure you bet the under on this. It's nothing spells under. And uh, what's going on with Harbaugh, his, his strategy, right? Last week he said, okay, this there's another team coming in here, right? They have all the players hurt. The quarterback's a turnover machine. And Belichick did the same thing. He says, I'm just going to wait until the quarterback makes a mistake. So that's all he's going to do. He's going to come in here. He's looking at it like a double bye week where he has short rotations on his good players, right? Short rotations on his good players and waiting for the other team to make a mistake. In this case, uh, the bad quarterback for Jacksonville. I, I, I forget his name because he sucks so badly, right? My mind said, like, don't have this guy's name in your brain because he sucks. <laughs> you don't need that much negativity in your brain. So, uh, you know, the guy from Clemson. So that screams the under. So this is another game you want to maybe double up on that under. And I actually like Jacksonville to play a little bit better than uh, Carolina did like last week with Baker Mayfield. And I like this game to be a 13 to 10 game, which gives me Jacksonville plus the four under the 44 and a half or 44. What do you guys think? I like the under. I'm in the under 44 for sure. I think Baltimore's defense is a whole lot better than the newer first half of the year. I'm going to Jacksonville. I think it's going to be a field goal game. So I, I, I'm looking at like a 2017 type of game because I think there's no weather issues. A little bit, it's a lot warmer than Baltimore. Um, Lamar will be able to run the ball a little bit more than he usually does. So I, I like Jacksonville to keep one close. They're coming off a bye. They've had two weeks to study Baltimore. And the under is, is going to be really, really prevalent in this game. So that's where I'm going. Jacksonville in the under. Jacksonville in the under. What do you think, uh, Chad? Yeah, I'm with you guys, man. Jacksonville's coming off a week. Um, coming off a bye week. Baltimore, it looked not very good last week against Carolina. Um, I just don't see Baltimore blowing any teams out. I think Jacksonville rests off the bye week at home on Thanksgiving weekend oh, for yeah. the points. Um, is a huge spot for them. I love Jacksonville in this. I think this is going to be under the 44. A lot of running, a lot of ball control here. Um, you know, that's I think that's the styles both these teams are playing. You know, and Jones are banged up a bit right. um, offensively. You know, Andrews right. has been banged up all year. Uh, so definitely under style game. And I love Jacksonville off the bye here at home on Thanksgiving weekend. I think they I think they could win this game. I'll probably sprinkle a little bit on this money line. All right, like it. Like it. So we've got Jacksonville plus the four under the 44. Jacksonville. Next game is gonna be right. Hey, oh, we're gonna skip that next game. All right. Uh we got Denver and Carolina, we're going to skip that one. The next one's going to be Atlanta and Washington. Got to step away for a second. <laughs> you know how it is during Thanksgiving with family. So we'll go Scott, then Chad, and I'll be right back. Atlanta and Washington. 
Well, I like Washington. I like the under. I think Washington's going to be able to run the ball. I think their their rushing offense has become a lot better than it has in the past. Brian Ross and Tony Gibson's been amazing the last three weeks. So, and Heineke having that starting job now is giving the commanders a little bit more boost here. And they're playing at home. So, I like Washington. And I like the under because I think the running game, keep it under. And Kyle Pitts either. He's gone for basically the year. So, that'll make it. Full odds um, on the minus four and 41 and a half. You're yeah. going to throw in there and go under 42. I'm going to go under 42. So I'm gonna 42. Take, I'm going to take Washington in the under 42. Okay. That's where I'm going. What's that spread out right now? My four, Washington? Yeah, four. Yeah, I like that. Um, I like Washington. Heineke has been doing his thing. Uh, I do like like Washington minus the four in this spot. Think they can win this game by a touchdown here. Um, been playing really good football. Man, this total it's a little low. Is it? It's forty one. I'm seeing forty one. You guys seeing forty one and a half? Forty one and a half. Um, I I did the lines, but. Uh... 530, so the 530 that was about an hour ago. Yeah, I just think there's gonna be enough offense in this game to get this one to squeak over. So I'm gonna over 41. Think that uh, but I, I like Washington to win this game by a touchdown. I just think Atlanta will lose this game, but they'll have enough to get themselves 17 here. You know, I like a yeah, I like a like a 27-17. You know, 20, 20, 24, 20. Um, it's just going to squeak over barely. I think Washington will win this game by, you know, five points to a touchdown. That uh, it'll just squeak over that full and just seems a little low for this one. So, we, uh, Josh, we agree on Washington minus four, uh, but we are split on the total. I like over and Scott is on the under. Right. Uh, I like the plus one with. Atlanta and Cordell Patterson. He he got a uh a, no, he got a, a kickoff return last week. Uh, he's running good. He's, he's looking really fast. Uh, they want to get special team scores in there, or at least get good field position. Uh, plus one is tough, right? Plus one means that Mariota, Heisman Trophy winner, runs the ball, and there's more blockers than defenders and there's nobody really accounting for the quarterback because that tells me this game's gonna go under i like atlanta and the over i mean atlanta and the over i don't misspeak uh 40 45 is the average score of an nfl game this one priced at 41 regardless of what the weather is i like the i like this to go over and you know atlanta still has a chance for the playoffs so they're not gonna completely tank uh, and Del Rio's been doing better as a defensive coordinator lately, but Arthur Smith is making a point with his offense, so I think he's a little sharper uh, than he has been in the past. So the consensus on this will be Washington minus four over uh, over the 40. I, I buy, I'm going to buy the half point, make it over the 41. Make it over the 41. 
because we're high volume bidders. You don't want to get killed by the half point. Uh, and, you know, Cal Pitts. Uh, banged up in this one, though. He's, up. he's out. He's out. Yeah, he's out. They have nobody other than Drake London. Basically. Other than Drake London. That's what they The guy is a right? Yeah, so it's yeah. going to be Cordell Patterson and plus one. RPO. I like Zacchaeus. And Zacchaeus. Gage is going to be out there, too. So I like this. And Henneke's doing good, too. So we'll get some points up here. We'll go over 41. Uh, and I'm going Atlanta plus the four points. Right? And you get So the consensus is going to be Washington minus four over 41. Is that correct? Correct, yep. but no you on the side of the total is uh, split. Double so we split. got a double split. Hey, in Washington, of all places, Washington, D.C., we got a double split. We got Ruth Bader Ginsburg mm-hmm. on one, and we got Justice Thomas on the other. You're Ruth, Josh. <laughs> and I'm Ruth Bader I'm often am Ruth, the, the center. So what is it, Josh? I know you disagree, Josh. What is it? <laughs> I know you're the contrarian. Everybody's going this way, and you have to be the one going the other way. What is it? Half the time you're right, so we have to listen to what you have to say. <laughs> that means that this game will also be crazy. It'll be nuts. You'll be on red zone. Sorry, right, I got, I got like, happen? I got about, I got twelve more minutes, Josh. All right, twelve more minutes for Chad, and he will go out to the movies with his girlfriend. Uh, yeah, I'll, whatever game we miss, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll put in our Twitter chat. Okay, cool, cool. And uh, we'll make sure that I'll uh, wake up tomorrow during the Macy's Day Parade. I will put it all on the website and put all the pics on the on the website. And then uh, throw out the Thanksgiving pics as well early in the morning. Tampa Bay, minus three at Cleveland. Under 42 and a half. Uh, you get the defense, supposedly, everybody's on the Tampa Bay defense saying they are ready to go right now, <clears throat> carry the team. So they should shut out Cleveland, and though Cleveland can run the ball, they'll get some runs in there. It's almost like they're lame duck, right? The last few years of Biden, they're saying he's going to be lame duck because Gavin Newsom is going to run against DeSantis, right? So two years of lame duck Biden. It seems like Cleveland's a lame duck until Deshaun Watson is in there. Because who is Deshaun Watson practicing with? And who's he's taking it to? <laughs> Kirby Brissett? Oh, Kirby uh, Brissett, take the day off. It's going to be Deshaun Watson's team. Uh, and they, they don't look as good. They looked as good that Monday night. I think that was it. Uh, you know, I was telling Chad, I don't think Brissett has the packages anymore. I think the Brissett package is done. People have it on film. And they're working on the Deshaun Watson package. So give me Tampa Bay serious now. Uh, I don't like the I don't like the three points. I'm gonna get money line. I like Tampa Bay on the money line, uh, under the 42 now. Scott in the chat. Yeah, I'm with you 100 percent I think uh Cleveland's gonna have a rough time scoring. I think Tampa Bay found their footing with the Rams when uh three weeks ago. And I think they're ready to to explode, take off, and and win mo- almost all the games. So I like Tampa Bay, and I like the under in this case. 
What do you think, Chad? Yeah, and I'm with you guys here, man. Tampa Bay coming off a bye week. Um, you know, Cleveland really just struggling. Yeah, they backdoor covered late last week, but they really got the ass kicked against the Bills. Um, so I, I think Tampa, man, coming off the bye week, uh, is going to be ready to go against this analytics Browns team. So, yeah, give me Tampa Bay minus the – what's it at, minus three? Uh, minus three. Three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah, give me, yeah I'll, take, I'll take three and a half. I'll take the hook. Um, and, uh, yeah, under the 42 and a half. Uh, love that Tampa Bay defense. I mean, Tampa Bay has been an under team all year. That's a style they want to play. They're putting it on the defense. Um, especially, uh, you know, very non-explosive offense like the Browns. Uh, it's going to be real run heavy. You're going to be in some cold weather. So I'd like this one to go under 10, three and a half. I'm with you guys. All right. So you have a pick. This one, hey, this one you want to go with us 100%. And it's not going to be as crazy as the other games. Tampa Bay, under 42 and a half. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals in a revenge game. Uh for beating Tennessee in the playoffs. Uh, Tennessee's missing players, but in a revenge game type of situation, they know the Cincinnati Bengal offense. And you got Brable won three Super Bowls as a linebacker for Belichick. He's won some upsets on the road, including last week. He's upset Belichick on the road. He's upset Kansas City on the road. So schematically, they're going to be good. They're going to be hyped. They need this game to sell season tickets, tickets for the rest of the game during the season. Derrick Henry looked good. Derrick Henry looked good on Thursday night. Uh, so in Cincinnati has a bad defense gets protected. So I like Tennessee uh, plus the three. I'm even going to bet Tennessee on the money line and – Give me the over 42 because I think Tennessee doesn't want to lose this game. So they got to figure out a way to score on Cincinnati. And Cincinnati really doesn't have that good of a defense. Plus a special game plan for Burrow. No chase. Let's go Tennessee. Plus the three. Money line Tennessee over 42. What do you think, Scott? So Tennessee's had 10 days to prepare for this game. Right. Cincinnati played a really physical game against Pittsburgh, high scoring but physical. Right. So I love Tennessee in this spot. Rabel's uh, Rabel is underrated as a coach. No more oh, talks about him. He's really he's really good. So I love Tennessee, and I love this game to squeak over. I, I love this game to be like a 27-17 type of game. I don't think Burrow's going to have any way to the success. Keep in mind, Jamar Chase is practicing. There's a possibility he plays, not a high possibility, but there is a possibility. Even if he plays, I still don't like Cincinnati in this spot. So, What do you think, Chad? Yeah, I love Tennessee in this spot, man. I'm high on Brable. Um, I think this total is way too low. I think both teams are going to be capable to score some points here. Um, you know, Cincinnati is really offensive coach, offensive team all, all together. Um, so I, 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 I think that this game definitely gets for Give me Tennessee on the money on here. Plus, I mean, we get in here plus one thirty. Yes, plus one thirty. I like ten. I like Tennessee. This this is the money line pick of the week for me. I like Tennessee to win this game. I think this one's over the forty two. And we got everything on this podcast. We got your parlay of the week, and we got your money line pick of the week. Your Tennessee Titans in a revenge game situation against. 
the Cincinnati Bengals, as Scott astutely advised, a very physical game against the Steelers. They're going to be a beat up football team. Yeah, great. <laughs> great point, man. That's that's something that you got to look at playing those physical style games. Those teams almost never college or pro the next week. Right. And now we got two teams, the quintessential, right? Two teams going in opposite directions. Miami coming off a bye against a very depressed, untalented, depleted Houston Texans. I like Miami giving Miami minus 13 over the 46 and Miami second half line in that Miami heat. What do you think, Scott and Chad? 100% agree with you. I think my, this is a blowout for sure of the week. So I, I love Miami. Minus the 13. I like it to go old because I think that Houston's going to have to throw the ball, which could lead to a backdoor cover. So that's my thoughts on that. Yeah. I don't know if people can see this. Uh, 84 degrees at kickoff for the Houston Texans. And since they're depressed, it's going to be more heat than anything else. You're going to feel the heat and humidity more with pads and stuff. Uh, and this is playing Miami, coming off a bye. This is almost unfair. Yeah. I love Miami coming off uh, coming off the bye here. You know, I think that they're going to score a lot of points this week at home. Uh, definitely it's going to get it over the 47. I could, I could see them scoring 42, you know, themselves in this game. See this a forty-two to seven over. Um, so yeah, I like Miami to get a blowout win. I think they score a lot of points. I really don't think you need many points from Houston to get this one to go over. Maybe 10, 14. I mean, Mike Gold three or seven. Uh, I, I'm with you guys. Miami off the box blowout win. This one gets over the forty-seven as Miami uh, will score a lot of points. I definitely think that Miami team total over. You should probably look at too. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. Is that Around 24. Yeah, it should be. I mean, theoretically, if you split the 47 and a half, you're at 23 and a half. Got to go seven points up. So, yeah, probably somewhere around 30, 28 to 1. We got to look at that. But, yeah, I mean, I think uh, I, I think they go over, over 31. Let's see what we can find. Yeah, he's point to 29. So 29. I, I'm going to lean toward taking the over on that. Yes, yeah. because uh, if they have a big lead, if they're leading 27 or nothing, uh, I don't know how, my, you know, the Miami coach, I know he didn't have to score against the Steelers, and he shut the offense down in the second half. But if he has a huge lead at halftime, if they're up, you know, 24 to nothing at halftime, he's not going to he maybe score a field goal in the second half. He's going to shut down his offense. But that's, that's what scares me about the team total. I don't think he's going to shut it down. That will make the whole game go under. Based on the Buffalo that. game. If Buffalo right. wins, I think he's going to play at least three quarters and play it like it's a competitive game and then shut it down in the fourth quarter. So. I could see, I could, as Chad said, they could get the 40. I could see them get, get the 40 easily. There's a path there. Uh, yes. So, absolutely. If they want to. <laughs> All right, guys. Last, All right. last for me. 
Okay. All right. And then we'll get his fix. We'll publish him on the website and on Twitter. Well, let's do Denver, Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll I'll give me Chicago plus six. And I think it's going to, it doesn't matter if it's raining or not. I think it's going to get over the total. Uh, I think Mike White's going to light it up for the Jets. Mike Uh, White, he's getting the start. They announced it. Yeah, he is. Flacco's the backup. Oh, let's go over all day. (laughs) Mike White, USF, man. He's, uh, he played well at USF. He shouldn't have. Trying to cut him for flowers. He went to, he lit it up in West Virginia. And he's lit it up in the NFL. And it's not the house's money, it's my money, especially Mike White. Because I think this is the only podcast we only published uh, when I retweeted it on Twitter. The highest ratings that we got was picking Mike White. We were the only people who picked Mike White cover twice in the overs twice. So we're ahead on Mike White's. Uh, but Chicago's going to cover since the Jets are not really as good at the record. Not good at all. Uh, plus six over 38. We'll go Chad and Scott. Yep. You know, I like this one, man. This total is ridiculously low. Um, Chicago with that plus one with Justin Fields. Uh, what, what's Justin Fields' injuries? He's a little bad, but he's he's been practicing this week. He's good to no, go. Nobody knows. Nobody, nobody knows. knows. They, they haven't announced that Ibafus said that when they asked him if he could be out season, he said, I'm not commenting on that. Oh, I don't know what's going on with him. Um, yeah, could definitely. Could be. I mean, I, I, uh, I, I mean, I, I gotta. I like Chicago plus six. I love the over here, but I'm not gonna bet this until I know Fields is playing on Sunday. Um, you know, if Fields isn't playing, who is even who is the Bears backup? Trevor Simeon. Oh gosh. I like you it better go after than in Fields, and. Yeah, it's one of those things. After you play Michigan, after you play Baltimore, after you play Pittsburgh, your your defensive line beat up. So I think the Jets' defensive line beat up after playing the Patriots. And Isaiah Wynn from Lakewood High, Florida, knows dad. Uh, they're gonna be beat up. So I think the Chicago can bust some runs in there, get some yeah. big plays. I, in the I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go. Chi- I'm, I'm going Chicago plus six in the over. Um, kind of contingent on Fields playing. I, I think he is going to play just from, like, my gut feeling of how he's been talking about, yeah, you know, I can take the hit. Like, I'm good. I think he's – um, you know, he hears a lot of chatter about himself. Oh, you can't run. You can't do that. You can't right. – you know, he really is. He's, he, he has the speed. He is 225. He's a running back. He is a tailback. He's a little NFL tailback. Right. So, I think he'll be able to play. So, with that being said, I like Chicago as a six. I'm over the 38 and a half. You know, I think if Fields does not – you got to reevaluate this game. I'm not saying I'm going to, you know, what I'm going to change about it, but, you know, definitely got to, you know, if he's not playing, I think I got to take a peek at the Jets in the under. Uh, but right now I think uh, where this number and Chicago getting six points, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I love this game to go over, and I think Chicago could could win this game or keep it really competitive. So All right. the statement in the understatement of the bet it now. Bet it now. Exactly. If Justin Fields plays, this spread is shrinking and it could reverse. Right. So I think I'm going to take Chicago plus the six with 38 and a half. I agree with Chad. I think Justin Fields will will try to play. We'll gut it out. Um, and the Jets just came off an extra physical game against the Patriots. So um, 
Chadwick here, over the eight and a half. Again, if Trevor Simeon is the starter, I will too look at look at it for the Sunday live stream. So, so all right, guys, I gotta hop off. All right, Chad, happy to see you. Yeah, happy to see you guys. To you, back right, out to everybody. <laughs> all right. First one to leave the Thanksgiving dinner has to go right. Has to go to. <laughs> The movie, the movie starts now. Right. I gotta go there. So we got Chicago plus six over the thirty-eight. I actually think Trevor Simeon is better for the offense than Fields is right now. Uh, getting him in the right by point. six points. Yeah. Who are the Jets beating by six points right now? <laughs> I would take the Jets over six over anybody. Right. Exactly. So. Uh, so. All right. The Bears plus six. Over the 38, I think the rain's going to be overrated for these people. Average score in the game is 45. Uh, and these defenses are not world beaters. And they're not deep either. It'll be this late right. in the season. <laughs> it's shutting down anybody. Right. You know, Chicago trades away the two best starters on defense. All right. So that's Chicago plus six over the 38. Uh, we'll get Scott go first on this one. Your Las Vegas Raiders going up to Pete Carroll. Uh, plus three and a half. And the total is 47 and a half. What do you think, Scott? I'd love to go. Oh, saddles. Okay. Sales off to buy. Right. They've had two weeks to prepare. Right. Devontae Adams is going to be a beast again, as he usually is. So I think he's going off. I think Seattle's more talent on the offensive and defensive side of the ball. So I'm I'm going to say Seattle in a close game is going to win. I think the Raiders will cover. So I'm taking Seattle on the money line. Raiders to cover. I think it's going to be a field goal game. And I think it's going to just barely go over the 47 and a half. It's going to be like 20. 724, something like that. So I think it's going to barely sneak over that. I think it's going to come to a late late Seattle drive to win the game. So that's what I think. So give me Seattle on the money line. Raiders plus the points over the total. I 100% agree. I'm going to go all three of those. Uh, over the total, I was by the half points. He's, we can, you know, if you look at the past, you die in the past, Scott, one of the, before we come into the Pete Carroll rule, but he's actually changed. He's the only one that has changed. Belichick, Harbaugh, all these guys have not changed, I guess because they don't have to. Belichick's not going to change. Uh, Kraft said he's going to fire. <laughs> They're six and five right now. It's not looking too good. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's not looking too good for Belichick. Too much of a control freak. To the point where most of the people on the staff are his kids. <laughs> So uh, Pete Carroll, he, he's refrained from that. He he has his kind of Brendan Carroll. He is on the offensive staff of the Arizona Wildcats in college. He doesn't have him on his staff. He, has, he's, he eventually probably will be the head coach of Seattle, but he's letting him have – I want him to have a more diverse uh, opinion, right, than just his own. So he has him – in college in the Arizona program, learning. So he, he's a more progressive thinker. Uh, man, Vegas, 
looks bad, is bad. Uh, going to the 12th man up there, holiday weekend, it doesn't look good for them. doesn't look good for them. Um, so I'm, I'm just going to put Seattle's a loser team. I'm just going to go Seattle, money line and over, not the plus three and a half. So I can see Seattle blowing him out. Because uh, what on earth has... does this say about what on earth does it say about the Denver Broncos that they lost us the Raiders in overtime? <laughs> yeah, like I said, yeah, like in the Hawthorne effect, the the Raiders did not win the game. Denver lost it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> literally. Exactly. Literally, you know, handing them the ball. You know. Uh yeah. So Seattle money line over 47. Uh, mm-hmm. I think you have to be crazy. I think, literally, I think, I can't, you know, Anna's a psychotherapist, not me, but I think if you bet the Las Vegas Raiders, I think you should check yourself into 100, 800 gambling anonymous and go see a therapist. <laughs> yeah, the, the Las Vegas Raiders in any game, you know, including this one on Sunday. It's just nuts. You're going to have on Tuesday, Scott. <laughs> oh, my God. It's going to put the money, dude. <laughs> you, you watch. The Raiders could win. The Raiders actually win this game. It would not be if the Raiders won the game. It just won't. Right last week. Well, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm just busting your tops. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Derek finally played well, too. That's the other thing that <laughs> – I've been on him all year long, and he played well. But a lot of those were those. Uh, when I remember him at Fresno State, man, those are five yards. And the announcers are bad at it too. Oh, five yard swing pass. He throws. Oh, he breaks a tackle. He goes eighty yards. What a great throw by Carr. I'm like, what are you talking about? The guy just broke like fifteen tackles. He made a one handed catch. <laughs> he runs an eighty yard. You're talking about a great five yard throw by. Derek Carr. As I said in the thought effect, they finally they finally figured out how to how to get Devontae Adams the ball to win games. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it took 12 games, but they figured it out. So but Seattle so yeah, defensive guy, Carol. You'll figure something out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Chargers. Going to Arizona. Uh again, I blame the media on this because they're supposed to be reporting stuff. You gotta tell me that your offensive line coach. Groping women and uh, got arrested in Mexico <laughs> before the game, right? Because then you got to switch that Arizona pick. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they're coming off that. They're home against the Chargers, who are depleted. Uh, you can even call this a mafia bowl. You got um, the Greek mafia and the Spanish family, and then the Bidwells, who sold. They were forced to sell their racetracks to the Stronish family. That's an offseason podcast. How corruption kind of bleeds into uh, the NFL. Man, I do not see this game getting to forty nine points. Give me, give me the under. Uh, the Chargers know that their offensive line is horrible. Their defense is horrible. So they have to cut the game in half as much as possible. I feel so bad for Justin Herbert. Uh, he needs to realize that he's never going to consistently win. And, and until he stops playing for a mafia-owned organization, he's never going to have enough backups. So him and his agent need to do some research, get him out of there, uh, get him to a legitimate organization. Arizona's the same way. Uh, Kingsbury, 
um, not going to hire an offensive line coach. He's going to give more responsibilities to people else. Isn't that sound familiar, Scott, right? More responsibilities for somebody where they're already doing 15 jobs in a mafia-owned cheap organization, right? I have a name for this game when I go. So, <laughs> so this, is, this is tough. This is tough. But you got to go with the home team, team on a holiday weekend. So give me Arizona. I'm going to buy a point because they're a loser team. Again, Moss, the key number. So I'm going to buy it to four under 49. What do you think, Scott? So in the coach with the more responsibility bowl this weekend, because Kerry and Staley have about 900 jobs combined. <laughs> the Chargers thought they had a win again against the Chiefs, right. and the Chiefs took it away. That resonates with teams for a week or two weeks after it happened. Oh, yeah. Kyle will more than likely be back, which gives D-Hop, even though he had a great game last week, gives D-Hop Hopkins more chances with the ball, which is always a great thing for a team. So I'm going to take the Cardinals here plus the three, and I'm agreeing with you. It's going to be it's going to go under. It's going to be 24-20. I think Cardinals are going to win the game. So, Right. The, the flavor right. of their air raid claims for running this year, the more ball control uh, run clock flavor of the air raid, not to try to score 100 points flavor of the air raid. So that's an under, so we're going to keep consistent with that. So uh, yeah. this pick is Arizona plus four under the 49. Uh, wow. What, 15, 15 points, 15 points. Uh, the Rams, again, another very depleted team. Uh, this this point is not really mafia. It's really corruption. Karanke uh, had to pay $800 million for lying to the people of San Luis. Uh, and then he tried to get the owners to pay it, and the owner said, no, we're not paying it. You're, you're paying it. So even though he has a lot of money, he's down $9 billion. <laughs> He's down $9 billion, $7 billion, $8 billion for a stadium with no air conditioning. <laughs> he got taken by the mob. <laughs> they built him a stadium with no air conditioning for $8 billion. And now he's down a billion dollars that he has to pay uh, for defrauding the people of St. Louis. So what it means to us betting these games is that the Rams are not paying for any extra backup. He's like, I'm done paying for players. I'm done. <laughs> I got to pay the owners. So uh, the Rams are really bad against Kansas City. Uh, man, it's 43 is the total. I think in this situation, it's going to be too low. Let me know what Scott thinks because I think uh, Andy Reid looks like this year he, he likes to score. He might have a big lead against one of his protégés, one of his mentees, and not want to completely blow him out. But I think 42, 43 is too low. And I think the Rams can cover under the mercy rule <laughs> for, for, for uh, you know, like the mercy rule in a Little League. Literally, I can see this game being 27-0 Kansas City and finishing 27-13, right? 27-24, 27-14, 27 27-17. Right, just you know, taking it easy, soft zone, letting him score because he can't score enough points to beat him in the second half. 
So I like the Rams. Hopefully it balloons more to over 17. This will be a good one for the live stream. Line change, line stream. Hopefully it gets past the 17. Give me the Rams and over the 43 points because McVeigh is an offensive coach and I can see him uh, Perkins, right? Uh, Wofford running the ball as a quarterback and scoring one second left in the clock. A completely meaningless backdoor touchdown to cover and make this game go over. What do you think, Scott? I'm scoring this is so hard. This is so hard. <laughs> this game, 15 right. and a half is so many points. Right. Vegas wants you to take the Chiefs with this with this spread. Right. I'm going to agree with you. I was going to go to the Chiefs, but I'm going to agree with you. I think the Rams will do enough to keep it within 15, and it will balloon. No doubt about it. will balloon. I'm going to say the over, because if you're taking the Rams, the, all they really need to do is score 10 points, 14 points, and you, you'll get your over. So I, I think McVay is a good coach, and I think he'll put in a, a game plan that will accentuate Perkins positive. So give me the Rams plus the 15 and a half balloon higher and the over 43. That's too low. Way too low, forty-three. It's gonna go forty-five. So, I, I don't have the odds on this prepared, but it this one's screaming to me like uh, you can do L.A. Rams to about plus twenty-one over, say like thirty-four. Probably still get about minus one twenty. Yeah, that's yeah, Rams twenty-one. I I can't see the Rams losing this game by twenty-one points. Mm-hmm. I think Randy Reed's gonna put the put the foot on the brakes at halftime and say. We're gonna run the ball the entire second half. It's enough. So. Right, right. I'm gonna save my linemen. I'm gonna save my players for the playoffs. I got this yeah. number one. They, they, have, the number, they have the number one right now. Again, they're yeah. the number one seed in the AFC. Yeah. So all Andy Reid wants to do is get in, win, get out. He doesn't want to blow any out. Wants to win games. It could be tight. Could be blows. Doesn't matter. Get in, get out, save some plays for the playoffs. Yeah, when does that – thinking about that, and it's going to start getting to that. we got to start seeing strategic thinking. Right. Yeah, I think it's going to start pretty soon within the next week or two, I think. So. And some of these guys, like like Carol, playing the whole season out. For, you know, so once they get to a certain point, they, they switch to the different modes that we anticipate and monetize. Now, it's, again, it's not the house's money, it's my money, right? So I am, and I think all, all of us are, 2-0 and o when Andy Reid plays one of his close mentors. The Colts and the Jaguars both cover <laughs> the spread as guys. Yeah. Now, McVay doesn't go to his church or whatever, but he's a close mentor. Uh, he's won a Super Bowl, Super Bowl winning coach, yep. been to two Super Bowls. Uh, knows knows he knows football. So he's gonna figure out a way to score and get this game over. Uh, New Orleans Saints plus eight and a half going to San Francisco. Uh, the total on this again, every score of an NFL game is forty five points. Forty two. Uh, 
San Francisco, again, another long-term thinking guy, right? Salesmen think short-term. Businessmen and women think long-term. Uh, Shanahan has been to a couple Super Bowls as a coordinator and as a head coach. His dad won two Super Bowls. So they like the team to get better as the year goes along. So they got more of the offense in there. McCafferty, home game, they need to sell tickets, right? If the offense sell tickets, defense with championship. Uh, New Orleans on the road usually plays well at San Francisco, but it's usually backdoor covers, right? With Drew Brees, backdoor cover. Uh, New Orleans is in a desperate situation, right? Uh, I hear Coach Allen getting James Winston and Dalton in the office together to figure out who's going to start a quarterback. Uh, I think they're going to have a good plan together. They're coming off a big win, and this is their last gasp, really. They have to make the playoffs. I don't think they're going to win, but I think they're going to make it a competitive game. I would love all the San Francisco fans to go over the hill and into Reno, right? All the Silicon Valley money and put a million dollars on the San Francisco 49ers to get this to 10. This is another one we're going to look at the live stream uh, podcast and maybe send out a tweet right before the game. If it gets past the key number of 10, I like New Orleans and I like the over because New Orleans knows they need to score. So you might see a special team set down. You're going to see the best of, you know, Tyson Hill, whoever they got back there. Uh, so I like the over and give me New Orleans, uh, hopefully double digits as a dog going in San Francisco as they make the last gasp. They really think they're going to make the playoffs. That's why Coach Allen is having all these meetings. What do you think, Scott? You're not going to have to wait much longer because I in some sites it's nine and a half right now. Nice. So nice. It's going to get to 10. Uh, San Francisco is on a short week traveling back from Mexico City. Not a lot, a lot of travel, but it is a travel. New Orleans played a Sunday one o'clock game, you know, so they they have a, a they're well a little bit more well rested than San Francisco. Right. I I really think San Francisco's really really good, but I don't like them at, at nine and a half right now. I'm going to take the Saints plus the nine and a half, and I'm going to take the over because I think if it's going to go – the Saints are going to cover this. Points are going to be higher. San Francisco is going to score. New Orleans is going to have to score. It's going to be an air raid type of game. So that's what I'm going over in the Saints in this. I 100% agree. And another thing, too, let's say the game is 27-24, five minutes left in the game. Uh, New Orleans punts it to uh, – San Francisco, Shanahan is a 100% read guy. He's not going to try to score. He's going to try to run off the five minutes, right? And worst case, pin uh, New Orleans deep. He's not going to try to score. So what that means to us is don't bet double digits on San Francisco. That means San Francisco will win the game and not cover, get this game over. The Packers... Uh, going to Philadelphia. Uh, cold is going to be cold in Philadelphia at night, holiday weekend. Uh, Philadelphia is doing enough to win. Two Andy Reid proteges going after each other. 
46, 47 is too high. And now, you know, Roger's making excuses, saying that his wrist hurts. <laughs> uh, man, I, I really, it's tough to, uh, for these Andy Reid guys to cover. But I definitely like the under 47. Uh, Green Bay's in a disparate situation. Uh, Scott, is, is Roger saying that his wrist hurts because he's making an excuse because they're not going to make the playoffs? I don't think they cover the six points, even though Philadelphia did not cover the six points against Indianapolis. But Green Bay is playing really, really rough football. What do you think about this game? I'm definitely going under 47. What do you think, Scott? To your question, he came out today and he's playing with a broken thumb since week five. Okay. So there's the excuse, that excuse built in right there. Exactly. I love Philadelphia. I love Philadelphia. I love them on a site in a rowdy place. Right. Those fans are going to be drunk as anything <laughs> at the tailgate. I don't particularly see Green Bay scoring more than 14 points in this game. I think Philadelphia can get to 27 pretty easily. So I love Philadelphia in this spot, and I love the under. I love under. Philly's an under team, and, and they've showed it most of the years. And watch the game in the first half, as we've talked about time and time again. The second half line is, is a critical thing. So watch that. Under right. out. I'll give it whether I'm with that or not. Right. If Philadelphia has a lead, a nice lead here. Look at the, Philly, uh, the Green Bay second half line. Second half line. Because Green Bay. In a sense, uh, they're in a must-game situation. They want to make the playoffs, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So the last stand. If they don't win this week, they're they're gonna they're not making the playoffs. So, right. so that means desperation in that second half. Look at that Green Bay second half line. All right, then Monday night football. Um, a suggestion for those people who have insomnia. Uh, if you have insomnia, can't sleep at night. Uh, I, I would definitely 100% record the Denver Carolina game. <laughs> right? If your problem's really bad, record the uh, Pittsburgh Indianapolis game. Uh, run fest here. Under 40 for sure. Uh, man, Pittsburgh is not good at all. I'm going to go with Indianapolis because of the hype. It's a holiday weekend. You're going to get calls from the fans, but not from the for the refs. The fans, you know, they got, you got to give these Indianapolis fans something. And the Lucas Dome that they pay for, their hard-earned taxpayer dollars. And you're in that part of the country, Jason, right? They're really poor in Indiana, right? That's a poor state. Yeah. Tax, tax money for a dumb stadium for a drug addict. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so... Line at minus two and a half. I, I don't. I, that's the only thing. Why is it a trap number? They want you to bet Indiana. But, uh, I can't figure it out. Yeah, I'm going to take them on the money line. I'm not going to do points, but I like the Colts on the money line because I think Pittsburgh's going to get cheated and have a rookie quarterback starting, which their defensive coordinator is going to be on the gun to stop a rookie quarterback. He usually does not win in the NFL. And Pittsburgh. They're trying to be, you know, Pittsburgh always has whatever it is. 
Even if it's a rookie who sucked, they always could stop the run. Not this year. They can't stop the run. There are too many weaknesses for them to overcome the Colts and the refs. And as bad as uh, Matty Ice is, he's more experienced than Kenny Pickett. So what are your thoughts on our Monday night game, Scott? There it is, my 90-year-old dad. <laughs> what do you think, Scott? I'm in full – I'm in full agreement with you. I'm not. I'm not betting. I'm betting the money line, and I'm going to go Indy at home. Yeah. I think. I think that Pittsburgh, defensively, I thought was going to be better. Watt back didn't really show anything against the Bengals last week. They gave up 37. So, um, you know, I like Jonathan Taylor to go go a little bit crazy in this game, and I think it's going to go over the 39. I think it's going to be like a. a 24-20 type of game, and I think Indy's winning. So, and I'm not confident in that spread. So, percent with you. Give me Indy on the money line. Give me over 39. So, Indy on the money line, over 39. Very boring Monday night game. Then again, uh, if you have problems sleeping, go ahead and record this game. <laughs> you probably, especially if you're watching it for the second time, you will be asleep by the middle of the second quarter. All right, man, very exciting. Happy Thanksgiving. What are you guys' final thoughts? As we head into a very exciting day tomorrow. For me, I'm very fortunate. Get my 90-year-old dad. We're going to have a bunch of food, watch games, and make sure to have everything updated and posted by the morning while we're watching the Macy's, the Macy's Day Parade. Scott, then Jason. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Uh, luck this week. Um, be thankful. For what you have in life, family, yes. friends, you know, you know, the betting success that, that we've all had. Yes. Great. You know, I'm honored and thankful to be on this podcast with Jason, Josh, and Chad week. It's uh it's something I look forward to every week. So again, awesome, happy Thanksgiving, man. everybody. Have a great holiday. Enjoy it. Love Chad, it. happy Thanksgiving. Great. Uh, I you know, love this full board this week, too. We got all 16, uh, 16 games here with uh, no buys, so uh, lots of opportunity to make money. And, um, yeah, looking, looking forward to the results. Looking forward to Happy the things. results. And uh, when you give one, right, you always get 10 back. Just a life lesson, not religion or philanthropy. It's business. It's the way it works. That's why Winston Churchill said, you make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you give gratitude. Thank you for listening to the ESPC Podcast Network. That's why this one don't cost $800, and that goes to work. And I don't know what that cost, I'm just shaking the work. That's why I work with the